This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. David, thanks for calling in. Well, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, first, Dave, can I get your reaction to this just now breaking story? Uh, so, and, and it's very, it's, it, it is what it says right here. Justice Department Inspector General to investigate pre-election actions by the department and the FBI. You think this has got some legs? This is this certainly perked uh, perked my ears up a little bit. Um. Yeah, I, I will have to see. <laughs> I, I think this is not surprising at all, given the level of controversy and rancor right now that exists over FBI actions and DOJ actions prior to the election. Um, this is all that, you know, this is, of course, linked to the Hillary Clinton FBI uh, investigation. Um, it may even go beyond that and take a look at, for example, where, what kind of investigations were undergoing of uh, the Trump campaign and why would they be dis- why would they not be disclosed if they existed why were the Clinton investigate the reopening of the Clinton investigation disclosed I mean there's a lot there's a lot to look at um, and you know we'll, we'll just have to see what the inspector general says but I'm I'm not surprised by this uh, do you think that there's going to be a lot of back and forth again over the Comey? do you think Comey by the way what happens to him you know, that, that's a great question. I mean, it, he came into this election cycle with one of the best reputations in Washington, and he's leaving this election cycle um, exactly it, – it, It's he's leaving it completely a victim of partisan politics. In other words, um, the, the regard for him by either side of the aisle was directly dependent on whether his actions were seen as helping or hurting uh, in, the, in the election. And, and that's a real shame because I think – the real problem here, the original problem here, was not James Comey, who was put in a terrible position, um, but it was Hillary Clinton's problem. That was the original problem. That was the original sin here, was the creation of the homebrew server, which the FBI had to investigate as soon as it was known that there was classified information on that server. They, got, they have to look at that. And she is – the Democrats went ahead and nominated her, knowing that there was an FBI inquiry ongoing. They put their thumb, the Democratic National Committee put their thumb on the scales for her, knowing there was an FBI inquiry going, knowing it'd be one of the most uh, talked about and examined aspects of law enforcement, uh, law enforcement activity in the last 20 years. And uh, I, there are things I could quibble with with Comey. Uh, I, I, I continue to disagree with his initial decision not to recommend for prosecution, um, but he was put in an extraordinarily difficult position, and I. I don't know how he's going to extricate himself from it going forward uh, and be able to continue to do the job in the same way that he did before with such high bipartisan regard. I think right now the FBI is in a situation like the CIA where everything that it does is now being examined through a partisan lens. So, David, you've got a couple of pieces up on NashReview.com on the Trump dossier that dropped yesterday. Uh, you, I, I think it's fair to say 
in, in writing drop kicked BuzzFeed for releasing the. Is that is that a fair characterization? <laughs> that <laughs> I, might I be feel a like little drop mild. Has, okay, a little mild. Yeah, it, it was a, a it was a it was a drunken Scottish headbutt in the bar. I mean, it was it was fierce. Uh, you were not happy with what went down with BuzzFeed. One thing that you got into in your piece that I think has received a, a lot less att- honestly, I I hadn't even heard about it until I saw it in your piece, is this Guardian, uh, this Guardian allegation or Guardian reporting, I should say, that here. Let me read. It. This is from NashReview.com. David French's piece up there right now. The Guardians learned that the FBI applied for a warrant from the FISA court over the summer in order to monitor four members of the Trump team suspected of irregular contacts with Russian officials. The FISA court turned down the application, asking FBI counterintelligence investigators to narrow its focus. According to one report, the FBI was finally granted a warrant in October, but that has not been confirmed. What the what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't know. Um, I, what we know, what we here's what we think we know. We think we know that the FBI was seeking a warrant under the uh, FISA, which is essentially... What FISA is doing is a special court that uh, uh, that evaluates warrants to determine uh, foreign influence in the United States. It's a national security warrant, in other words. It's not a war- necessarily a warrant dealing with finding probable cra- cause that a crime has been committed. So um, very rarely are those FISA warrant requests turned down. But if this Guardian report is to be believed, the FBI sought a report, uh, sought a warrant, and it was turned down, then narrowed it and sought uh, the warrant and got it. Uh, now, this is based on reporting from Heat Street, which issued its report on this, and it was completely lost in the news. I mean, completely lost. One reason, it was it was issued at like 10 p.m. the night before the election. So nobody, uh, nobody was following it. Everyone was then focused on the election returns. So there's a lot uh, going on that we don't know. Uh, and, and that's one of the things I was so livid about the BuzzFeed report is that BuzzFeed report just sucked all the oxygen out of the room uh, for the sake of dumping out into the public square uh, 35 pages of anonymously sourced um, hearsay that was already in the process of being debunked in many ways and was was being investigated in many other ways. And BuzzFeed just threw it out there. Um, and that that was journalistic malpractice of the highest order. Look, before the election, People approached me and said, I have information that Donald Trump is this or that. And one of the first things that you do when you're when you have the slightest bit of integrity as somebody who writes about politics, who writes about law and culture, is you say, well, what's your evidence? And if all the evidence is, well, it's this anonymously sourced secondhand memo, um, you know, it's sort of put up or shut up at that point. And what BuzzFeed did was it just threw everything out there, even though it was already researching it and even though it had already begun to debunk elements of it. Uh, it made no sense at all. I I received uh, anonymous tips about I sh- anonymous tips about or unverifiable. I mean, I spoke to people or got emails from people, so I don't know. You know, I couldn't tell who they were about the Clintons that would have made quite you know, would have been quite a story to tell people. And that's for the Clintons, given all we know about right. them. That's this would have been a whole next level. I was told things that are you know federal prison for decades for Bill Clinton. 
I, I can't repeat that stuff on air. I, I can't write. I can't write posts. I can't put my name to something. Oh, this this guy named you know named Bob called me and said that Bill Clinton. You know, along the lines of sort of PizzaGate conspiracies, things like that. Yeah. How how can BuzzFeed, which is one of the twenty I think biggest websites in the world in terms of traffic, maybe even top ten, how could they make such an error? I think it has to only be as I'm calling it. It's sort of Bush derangement syndrome, and now it's Trump derangement syndrome, which is a much more chronic and, I think, uh, destructive disorder. Well, you know, it, it looks to me like sheer malice is what it looks to me like. So, uh, you know, one of the things they said— Is there a legal case, court, David? I don't mean to cut you off, but I know you're a lawyer, and since you said malice, no, do you think you there's know, a legal it, case against BuzzFeed? When you're dealing with attacking public figures, it's very hard for a public figure to— to a media organization, but if a, if a public figure can can prove that a media organization published intentionally false information or intentionally published information that it knew to be false or uh, had reckless disregard for the truth, then there's some vulnerability there. And what's interesting is that BuzzFeed statement says, well, you know, we know all that this isn't all right. Well, they didn't go out and identify what was wrong. They just threw it all out there. And then and then the other thing is what was particularly uh, ridiculous is they said, well, we, we want Americans to make up their own minds. Well, look, guys, we're not freestanding intelligence agencies. I can't go fly to Moscow and start interviewing sources. I can't hack into FSB databases and see if they have you know, videotapes of Donald Trump. I mean that was one of the most absurd things I've ever read in my entire life. BuzzFeed, as you noted, is an enormous media organization. It has enormous traffic. It has an entire news team, and they weren't able to verify a lot of this stuff, and then they're going to put it out there and say, well, you be the judge? What? You know, that makes absolutely no sense, and, and to me, it, it fatally undermines their credibility going forward. If I see a report from BuzzFeed going forward, I'm going to double, triple, and quadruple check it because I'm not going to believe a thing that they have to say. Yeah, you mean you couldn't just call up, you know, your uncle, your uncle Yuri, and and Aunt Svetlana in Russia, David? And I mean, this is the, 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 this notion that people can can figure out for themselves the veracity without any accountability on the sources. Then there's no end to this, right? If this was the new stand, if BuzzFeed standard was the new standard for journalism, people could write absolutely anything, say, "Oh, I protect my sources," not name their sources, and there, <laughs> the whole thing comes down. It is dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. But I, I oh, want to get your take. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying absolutely, and, and I'm glad you brought up rumors about the Clintons. I've gotten rumors about the Clintons. I've gotten rumors about Obama. Every major candidate for president in this cycle and the cycle before, I got tons of rumors about you don't publish that stuff. Some of them are so ridiculous and incredible you laugh out loud when you hear them. But when you're in the media, you're a rumor magnet, and, and BuzzFeed knows that, and that's why, doubly why it's irresponsible that they did what they did. Yeah, I mean, the, the the FEMA camps, until I get more verification on what's going on at the FEMA camps, David, I, I just can't run with that story. I'm sure you've gotten those and the chemtrails and all the rest of it. Um, so I, I want to also ask you about Pompeo down at the at the Congress getting grilled by the Senate. Big issues that have come up are uh, mass surveillance and waterboarding. How do you think Pompeo is doing and where do you think the administration should be on those two very contentious points? <laughs> well, this is not going to be a very politically correct answer, but I don't believe waterboarding is torture. Um, I believe that we should. I'm, I'm with Alan Dershowitz. I agree with you. So. He, he, he articulated a position many years ago that, in essence, what we should be able to get in extreme circumstances is a warrant 
to conduct enhanced interrogation. In other words, ticking time bomb scenarios or particularly significant interrogations. Uh, seek, do it under a legal process. Seek and get a warrant and do uh, enhanced interrogations through a lawful process. I, I think that they can be effective, um, and I don't believe it's torture. And so, uh, you know, I, 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 I know that the administration is ultimately – looks like the administration ultimately is going to take the position that they won't do it. But I think it should be and can be a tool in our toolkit. Um, as far as mass surveillance goes, I, I'm not one of those that's terribly paranoid about it. Um, the, I, I, given the, the problem that we have with what people are wrongly calling sort of self-radicalization – it's not really self-radicalization. They're not just sitting there in a room disconnected from the world and everyone else and radicalizing to, into jihadist Islam. It's a process that involves communication. It's a process that involves um, – sometimes involves communication overseas. It's a process that often involves visiting of particular websites. And you know, if, if you do it prudently uh, and if you can peg and identify – uh, the uh, right places to to um, to raise red flags. Surveillance can be very very useful, especially in this age of self radicalization. But there has to be guardrails. Um, I think common sense should apply. But I'm not I'm not someone who hears the words mass surveillance and immediately kind of curls up in the fetal position. I think, okay, what are you doing? What are the guardrails? What are you looking for? How are you looking for it? And that level of precision, unfortunately, is is difficult to discuss in public because you're often talking about classified systems. David French is a writer for a staff writer for National Review, senior fellow at the National Review Institute. Uh, follow him on Twitter at David A. French and also read his latest on NationalReview.com. David, thank you so much. Always great to have you. Well, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 